the school is out. Which means it's time for High Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the High Kids show. This is High Kids for Kids Bucket. My name is Ria Emma and I'm eight years old. So coming up on High Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Dr. Nleba Nzwayiba. He is one of the directors of the Netcare Foundations. Do you know what what the Netcare Foundations do? Just stay tuned to 101.9 High FM and I will and and we'll find out more about them soon. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Ria Emma and I'm eight years old. Good afternoon, Nieba. Good afternoon, Ria, and good afternoon to the listeners at home. And thank you for having me on your show. What does HRD stand for? Rio, HRD stands for Human Resource Development. Uh, previously or traditionally, it was called Training and Development, but nowadays it's called Human Resource Development. What is Netcare? Rio Netcare is a uh, South African company. Um, it's a private healthcare company that started in 1996. Uh, the purpose of the company is to provide quality health care um, to people who are sick. So Netcare has about 57 uh, private hospitals around South Africa. Um, in the hospitals, there are pharmacies where people get the medications after they've been seen by the doctors. Netcare also has the emergency services, you know, the ambulances that you see on the road, the Netcare 911. Yeah. They're responsible for picking up people who are sick to make sure that they take them either to the Netcare Medicrosses or Pramcure Clinics or to the hospitals to ensure that they get good quality care. And uh, Netcare employs about 20,000 South Africans who are responsible for caring for humankind. Wow. Wow, indeed. <laughs> what is human resource development? Real human resource development is um, in an organization. Um, it's, it's a function that is responsible for making sure that the people have the skills they need to be able to do their jobs and to perform their jobs optimally. So in the NETCA context, it will be all the people that are providing um, care, your nurses, your pharmacists, and your everybody. So human resource development is to make sure that those people have the right skills and they can do their job very, very well. Why did the NETCARE start the HDR program? Um, Rio, for, for every company <clears throat> that is successful and that is good and that is um, offering value for their customers, um, it invests a lot of money in training their people. So NETCARE has done exactly the same thing, right? First of all, to make sure that there is sufficient pipeline of workers. So if NETCARE does not train people, it means NETCARE will not have the workers, right? So we started the program to make sure that we've got people that we can employ to do the work um, that they need to do. And um, secondly, in South Africa, every company is mandated by law to train its employees. It has to spend at least 1% of the total salary bill in training employees. So because Netcare is a good South African company, we wanted to make sure that we also comply with the law of the country over and above making sure that our we've got the staff who will work for us and that our staff um, are doing a great job. What is salary bill? A salary bill... 
um, Rio is so every single month, the people who are employed by a company they get paid a salary, right, for the work that they do. So a salary bill then is the total of all the salaries that have been paid for that particular month. We call it a salary bill. Who is the program for? So the program is targeted at two people. Firstly, it's the employed people, that is the people who are employed by NetCare in the various uh, categories. The second group is the people that are unemployed, you know, that are wanting to work in the in the private healthcare space. Yeah. Whose idea was the program was this program? Um really the the, the program um, was the idea of various people within the organization. I mean, ideas normally start with the CEO, which in this instance would be Dr. Richard Friedland, um, as well as his executive team, right? Um, and then there's um, a whole lot of team who are working with him um, at the time to assist him to, to sort of like develop the function. And various people were employed along the way, you know, um, including the head of the NETCA education uh, campuses, the head of HRD, which was myself, and a whole lot of other people within the company. What does employed mean? Employed means that you are working for someone. Okay, So if you're unemployed, it means you are not working. Employed means you're working. What is your role in the HDR program? Okay, so uh, my role... Um, I've just recently been promoted to into a general manager for enterprise development. Um, but before that, I was the head of human resource development for NetCare Group. Um, my role included making sure that the training that is that is happening within the company is aligned to the strategy of the company. So if the company wants, for instance, to expand um, the number of hospitals, my role then is to make sure that we ha- the company has enough people who are trained to fulfill the roles within those hospitals. Also to make sure that the program is structured, um, that it is focused, that it is cost efficient, and that it does deliver what it needs to deliver for the business. What does provokement mean? What is? What is? Provokement mean. Provokement. Did you not say that? No. Sorry. Um, what what benefits do the HDR program have? So the benefits are, are actually uh, multiple fold, right? Firstly, for the organization, it makes sure that the company has the people that it needs to employ and that the people can do the job very efficiently. So that helps the company to be a good company, to have a good reputation and to also do to achieve what it wants to achieve. Right. That is for the company. For the employees, what it helps them to do is it gives them the skills that will enable them to be employed. Right. And also, once they are employed, it will help them to make sure that they do their jobs very, very well. And also that they can be promoted if there is an opportunity for one um, to be promoted. But also, most importantly, the benefits for HRD extend beyond the company into society. Right. So in society, if we have mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, sisters, and brothers that are working, it means they are able to provide food for their families, right? Um, And it makes sure that we have sustainable homes. Do you have any other training or skills before applying this program? 
Um, yeah, um, Rio, we have a range of programs, right? Um, so all these programs will have different entry requirements. But in the main, a metric is recommended, right? Which is, a metric is a grade 12, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I was trained during the time of the standards, so... I nearly said standard 10, and then I had to remember that you won't know standard 10. It's grade 12 <laughs> in the main. How old do you have to be to do this program? Um, generally, um, it has to be somebody who is above the age of 18. Okay. I suppose a person finishes metric when they're around 18, 19. Um, so after finishing the metric, then one can be able to apply for, for one of the programs. What does the yes innovate? Okay. So, Rio, the yes initiative, um, yes is an abbreviation for youth employment services. It is a project that is headed up by our president, our current president of the country, which is President Cyril Ramaphosa. And uh, its intention really is to invite the private sector to play a role in creating employment in South Africa, because in South Africa we have a very high unemployment rate. How many South Africans does NetCare train in one year? Um, in one year we train about 14,000 South Africans. That's a lot. That is a lot. Remember that we employ 20,000 South Africans. So we make sure that most of those South Africans do receive training on an annual basis. Remember that I had said we also train unemployed South Africans. So the unemployed South Africans that we train are about 3,000 in a given year. How long is the program? So there are various programs. Um, they range for, from eight months to four years. So if you're looking, for instance, at a nursing program, you want to be a professional nurse, um, you're looking at um, about four years from, from year one right to being qualified as a professional um, registered nurse. If you are wanting to be a paramedic, um, for instance, you, you, you can do a program um, that can be a year and up to two years. If you're wanting to be a pharmacist assistant, um, you're looking at two years. You know, so, so really the durations differ from program, from program to program. Are you a doctor? <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> what type of doctor? Okay. So if you're asking if I'm a medical doctor, no. I'm not a medical doctor, okay? Um, Yes, I am a doctor, but I'm a doctor of philosophy. What does philosophy mean? (laughs) Um, Philosophy really is, um, if I can try and and break it down, it's really thinking, you know? It's it's thinking about things, thinking deeper about things and, and really asking the important questions. Let's take a quick song break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rim and I'm eight years old. Now let's carry on to the questions with Neba. Um, you had you had to work to full time while you studies. Why? Um. Rio, I had to work full-time while I studied after finishing matric because there was no money at home. My mother was a domestic worker, so you can imagine she did not <clears throat> earn a lot of money. 
Um, and my father was uh, an assistant to to a mechanic. I mean, he was not even earning five thousand rands at the time. And the university fees are so expensive. So it it was just impossible for them to, to feed the family and be able to take me to school. So I had to go and look for a job um, so that I could at least take care of myself and pay for my studies. And my first job, um, believe it or not, was to actually wash dishes in a hospital. What is a domestic walker? A, a domestic worker is, um, you know, those aunties and mamas that are working in our homes, taking care of um, uh, our families, cleaning our homes, cooking for um, for the family. Um, those people are called domestic workers. What were the challenges? Uh, it was very hard, Rio. Um, it was very hard um, because after matric, I think like any other kid, you're so excited. You're looking forward to going to university. You want to have a normal life, but you can't, right? Because you have to be at work um, from 8 o'clock until 5 o'clock. And then after that, you have to go to, um, to school. Um, you're tired. And you have to be awake. You have to, it's, it's like doing two jobs, really. You know, you're working full time during the day and you're working full time again at night to get through your academics. Um, and also, I mean, the money, you can imagine if you are washing dishes in a hospital, how much you are earning. I think I was actually, uh, I was earning 650 rands, you know, and out of the 650 rands, you have to eat, um, you have to have transport and you have to put enough. You have to have clothes, um, and you have to have transport and you still have to have enough money to pay for the school fees. It was really, really, really tough, but I'm glad I did it. What are the five most important things in life to you and why? Um, my family, um, very, very important. Source of strength, sense of joy, um, sense of going home to love. You know, there's love, there's warmth, there's appreciation. If you are home, you just feel that you, 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 um, you're with the people who you love. Um, and secondly, it's the friends. I have been blessed with the most wonderful friends who are my extended family, and I cherish them a lot. Um, thirdly, um, it's my daughter. Oh, I love her to bits. Um, I have a 14-year-old daughter, Violetu. She is absolutely amazing. She's my best friend, um, and I love her to bits. Um, and fourthly, it would be my values. You know, I, I cherish my values. I think that my values are a moral compass um, in this in this world, you know, that that sometimes throws a lot of things in our way. My values keep me grounded. Um, and fifthly, it would be studying. I love, love, love studying. And I will study until I die. How would you describe yourself? How would I describe myself? I would describe myself as a fun Young, loving, daddy, friend, uh, who cares deeply about issues of social justice. By social justice, I mean I care about the well-being of everybody. Uh, my heart becomes sore when I see anybody who is marginalized, who is treated unfairly, who is poor, and who is not accepted in communities. So you will notice that a lot of my studies and a lot of my writings are about those people that are looked down upon in society, whether it is gay people, lesbian people, persons 
with disabilities, um, transgendered people, black people, women who are abused, um, and people who are poor. Those are the things that keep me awake at night. And those are, are injustices that I really, really want to see solved, hopefully in my lifetime. How are you connected to Netke? So I'm connected to Netke um, because of these things that I'm passionate about, that that I told you about. Um, in your introduction, you spoke about the fact that I'm one of the directors of the Netke Foundation. The Netke Foundation is an arm of Netke um, that takes care of um, people who are poor, right? It makes sure that they are provided with access to quality health care. Um, I also drive transformation, and transformation is really about creating work environments where people are equal and free and they enjoy equal rights. And also uh, human resource development, because then human resource development makes sure that everybody has the skills to be employed and to be able to earn a decent salary and live a decent life. What did you, what did you, what did you want to do when you were growing up? <laughs> it's a good question. That kept changing, you know, um, from time to time. Init- initially, my uncle was a traffic cop, right? <clears throat> so when I was in grade uh, five, I used to m- see my uncle. He was wearing his uniform and he would have the white gloves. I would enjoy seeing him by the, uh, by the traffic. Um, um, circle directing cars and I used to think whoa this is so cool you know look at this man standing in the middle of the road and all the cars listen to him when he says stop and they stop so I thought I want to be that and then as I proceeded throughout my life I wanted to be a teacher and then I saw that oh oh, the the school kids are so rowdy and sometimes they don't want to listen to the teachers like I don't want that headache Um, and then I wanted to be a psychologist um, until I started working in the kitchen, as I told you. When I was working in the kitchen, I saw all these old mamas, right, um, who were pushing trolleys, cleaning floors. And then I thought, I want to be the person who will give these people skills so that they do not die mopping floors. And that's why I got to HRD. What did you choose? Why did you choose to work for Netcare? I chose to work for Netcare because of their values. Netcare's values is care, care for humankind. And as I indicated, I care deeply about humans. Um, Netcare values is passion. I'm very passionate about what uh, I do. And Netcare is very passionate about um, what the company stands for. It's truth. Um, that's a third value. And that's a value I subscribe to and a value that speaks to me. The fourth value of Netcare is dignity. Netcare cares very much about the dignity of human beings. You remember that I said injustices in our world make me very upset. It's because I believe that everybody deserves to be given dignity. Right. And then the last one, the Netcare value is participation. I think that everybody needs to take active action to solve the problems. And that's why I work for Netcare. What does dignity mean? Ah, dignity means um, the respect that everybody needs to be accorded, right? Everybody needs to be respected um, and everybody needs to be treated as a human being, you know, when we see another human being in another human being. What other companies have you worked for? Um, so I have worked for a couple of companies. I have worked for the services CETA. Um, I have worked for airports company South Africa at OR Tambo International Airport. I have worked for the Parliament of South Africa in Cape Town. 
Um, I've worked for Netcare. And in my initial stages of my career, I worked for Three Cities International in the Dragonsburg. What has been your most difficult job so far? Uh, what has been my most difficult job so far? It has been transformation work, you know. What is transformation? So transformation really is about changing the society and making sure that everybody is equal and is treated with respect and is accorded equal opportunities. Unfortunately, in our country, we come from a history where some people were excluded um, from participating meaningfully in jobs, in school. They were denied a lot of opportunities. And transformation then is about the correction of those wrongs. It is also about making sure that everybody is treated with respect and dignity and that everybody is equal. So it's been difficult because it's an ongoing uh, it's an ongoing work. It's unlike making tea. You know, if you make tea, you make the tea and you finish making the tea. If you do transformation work, it can carry on for a long time. What, be, what would be your dream job? <laughs> what would be my dream job? Um, actually, my dream job would be an academic in a university writing about what I see in society um, and also being actively involved with communities helping people. What's an academic? An academic is somebody who works at a university and they produce knowledge. They create knowledge. So they read the things that are wrong about society. They write about things that are wrong about society. And they get people to talk about the things that need to be corrected in society. If you could meet with one person, who would that, who would that be and why? If I would meet with one person, that would have to be former President Tabum Begging. Um, the reason why I would want to meet with him is because I have huge respect for him. I think he inspires me. And I think he also made quite some bold decisions that a lot of people were not expecting. And I would like to have one-on-one -on -one with him to ask him what went through his mind when he actually made those decisions? Because some of, the, some of those decisions did not make him famous, even amongst his own um, colleagues at the time. Thank you for coming on Chai Kids and teaching us more about the awesome work you do. This has been Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rua Emil and I'm eight years old. Thank you to my guests for coming on Chai Kids and thank you to my producer Mandy and DJ Flo for pushing the big red button. Join us tomorrow for another Hi Kid show. Goodbye, kid.